there was steam coming off the river because that's how science works. And uh, it was summer, so it was hot. It was like about to be summer. And we're walking by the river on this like little walkway over it. And my friend holds his hand out and goes, guys, the river's really hot right now. I think there's something demonic in it. And like we're all <laughs> like pesticides. <laughs> <laughs> and like we're all like at like 11s on our spiritual radar right now. We just we want some reason to go nuts. And like my buddy randomly just like leans over on the fence, rolls his eyes in the back of his head. And he goes, guys, I think I'm possessed. <laughs> and my no other way. Yeah, dude. And my other friend is like, dude, we're going to exercise this demon out of you right now. So we all lay hands. And I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, it, you're like, like, I'm in an dude, RPG right now. This is like, I, like, I believe in this. I'm along for the ride. I'm not fully sold in because the main reason I'm in this Bible study is because a girl that I like isn't it. And so I'm like more so I'm like, can I get my hand near hers? Like, yeah. and we're, pr we're praying for this dude. And my friend's like, demon, uh, name yourself. And my buddy, who's got his eyes rolled in the back of his head, picks up his head. So he's looking at us and goes, my name's Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Growing Up Christian. I'm Sam. I'm Casey. And we are joined by our friend Spencer Bland. Comedian hey. Spencer Bland. What's up, boys? Welcome back. Or sorry, I'm glad to be back. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome, welcome back. back. <laughs> you stole our podcast. It's yours. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. Like, welcome to my new podcast, Growing Up my Christian. New, my new podcast, Stealing Growing Up Christian. <laughs> my guests today are Casey and Sam. I almost said I'm Casey when I got this thing started. I was like, that was already off to a rough start. This Dude, is I, like, I, I started like a new run job. this thing like Highlander. Yeah. It's like. Whoever can decapitate Sam and I gets the podcast. <laughs> Dude, I started a new job and I was introducing myself to people and this guy was like, hey, I'm Kevin. And I looked at him and I was like, hey, I'm Kevin. I was like, wait, no, I'm Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> My brain totally shut down, man. I don't know what the hell happened. I wish you just stuck with it. You didn't be like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. You just were Kevin at your new job permanently. Yeah. <laughs> I have to live like this life now. <laughs> it takes you like six weeks to finally start responding to the name. People are like, Kevin. Yeah. But I'll get used to Kevin. It. Hey, Kevin. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, sorry. That's my government name. <laughs> <laughs> that's my uh, witness. My witness protection. My witness protection name. Oh, man. That would be fun. Well, actually, probably wouldn't be, is but... that what WITSEC is? What is right? That's the that's what they call it for short, right? I don't know. Uh, I've never I feel like I've heard really. that, but I didn't know what it ever really stood for. I don't, I don't Balls. commit crimes, so I don't know. Yeah, okay. It is. I don't know what it really stands for because it's the Federal Witness Protection Program. Maybe it's wit witness security. Oh, maybe. maybe. Oh, that would make sense. I need to ask my military friends. I'm in like a little like lefty group chat with like a bunch of dudes who are like in the, it's like they're all in the military. And then I don't know how I'm just also there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's You're a base near you. Army right? Ranger by proxy. Dude, I literally have one of my friends is going, he's like, in army ranger school right now he like jumps in the chat every like seven weeks and he's like i am so tired i'm sleeping 90 minutes a night but i'm doing it's like i moved on to the next section and he's like one of the biggest communists i know in my life and he's like <laughs> that's so I, that's always such a weird mix i I, a, I have a cousin who's in the military who's just like i mean before he went he was just like a long-haired hippie who was just graduate high school didn't do anything to smoke yeah a bunch of pot and then he was just like 
I got to get my shit together. And this seems like a good path forward. And he's been in it for a while. And he's just like, he'll just talk about how it's like, he's so he's disenfranchised for sure. He's just like, yeah. and he's like 80% of the people that, you know, you work with are just, uh, they're just like bros who will literally do whatever you tell, like kind of trigger happy losers. Uh, <laughs> and he's just like, it's weird. Like it's, it's so funny to me when people like that, stay there and they're like yeah can handle that like i could never handle like that um like that it'd be too much cognitive rigor yeah yeah, the rigor discipline if i worked in a job (laughs) workout regimen uh i get mad when i have to attend a meeting there's no way in hell i'm gonna be able to do the military i'm like i know (laughs) yeah i can only wear one outfit no thanks like i think i've gotten to the point where i'm just resentful of any sort of instruction that i didn't choose to be a part of yeah dude (laughs) like now if i have to take like an if i have to take like a 10 minute it security test for work i'm just like i'm just angry yeah dude i'm like how can i how can i con my way through this like (laughs) those are terrible job is is using anime to uh teach it security now really that's kind of tight actually yeah uh... (laughs) it's like oh no it's a oh no it's a hentai course today like (laughs) yeah just don't pull up the wrong videos those searches can uh lead to some troubling results unintentionally i've heard it's like (laughs) anime style videos and it always has one celebrity in it like one b celebrity someone whose last name is uh it's like holy shit gary coleman's teaching about (laughs) it dude (laughs) It's Tom Leota. Yeah. He's playing the uh the mobster that somehow stole your laptop. You yeah, know? he's he's in the uh he's in the sequel Heroin Bear. <laughs> Heroin Bear. Yeah. They just have to get this bear's napping in the middle of the road and they gotta get it out of there. <laughs> did y'all see Cocaine Bear, by the way? It was I didn't. It was a trip. We have Al like uh we have an Alamo draft house in Raleigh and you can it's like twenty bucks a month or something. You can see as many movies as you want. And uh, my wife and nice. I went to go see Cocaine Bear, and it's like it's not good, but it is entertaining, you know. Well, that Sometimes was like that's um, enough. Yeah. What was the? Uh, is it Zombievers? Was that one? Oh, uh, that was, came out several years ago. Yeah, I don't uh, think that like one that. made it to theaters. No, did it not? <laughs> well, I don't maybe know. not. I don't know. Maybe select, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that was another one where you watch it and you're like, "This is obvious." I mean, it was trash, but I was entertained for an hour and twenty minutes, like thoroughly yeah. entertained. Yeah, I, I laughed as hard at that as I probably did any, probably harder at that than I did any comedy that came out around the same time. There's been a good comedy in a while. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I quit movies. I think I quit watching movies. Uh, for I'm the pretty sure part. they only make Marvel. It's like the, it's like we have Marvel, and then every like quarter we get one A24 film that's gonna like wreck you emotionally, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then there's like one, there's like two people who are allowed to make comedies right now. It's yeah, like, dude, that, that that is funny though that like the pinnacle of of acting success is now being like a guy who spends like nine months a year in green pajamas staring at a tennis ball yeah dude it's like i'm so you made it i'm so thankful to play squirrel boy this was the apex of my career (laughs) nothing nothing could have told me that you know when i was a boy killing squirrels with a bb gun if you told me that i would later become squirrel boy i would have said no way and so i'm just so thankful (laughs) <laughs> it never would have gotten me hard i haven't seen, <laughs> i haven't seen a superhero movie in a minute i just and i like marvel like i have a fucking thor hammer lego like over here i just feel like i'm just over it i'm like i like we need a break like i mean they too. make 12 a year i haven't seen yeah. i think the last ones i saw uh was like maybe the original 
the last watched, of the original Spider-Man. I watched Moon Spider-Man. Knight. I watched Moon Knight on Disney Plus, and I was like, "This is cool." And then I, I, I can't remember if the new Spider-Man came out after or before that. But then I also saw that. But yeah, I know like the yeah. new Guardians of the Galaxy is good, but I'm just like, I'll watch it on VHS when it comes out. You know, like VHS. <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing I, VHS back, dude. It's like you know how records came back. I'm bringing VHS tapes back. It. I mean, I like cassette it. tapes are back for music, so anything's possible. I believe. I did. I actually just bought a Blu-ray player. I'm like, I'm gonna become a physical media guy. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i got a ps5 so i'm like and i can get yeah. blu-rays again i have all my old like blu-rays and dvds in my basement that i've just been like moving from place to place with me for the yeah. past like 10 years and i'm like going through it it's just like it's kind of actually reminding me of the kind of person i was uh based on what i was interested in <laughs> a lot of jet lee movies i forgot i was like a big fan of oh, jet yeah. for a while the one. i have I have all the Ip Man trilogies, dude. It's crazy. Oh yeah, like Fearless. <laughs> Did you? Were was, great. No, was it Fearless? Well, no, Fearless. I have no idea. I feel like I didn't watch. It was a Taylor Swift college. album. What yeah, was, it was it? There was like a Jet Li movie. Well, I think it was Jet Li. Maybe I'm just getting it all mixed up now. But it was just like a, yeah. Yeah. a lot Tiger of one word titled dr- movies. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, like in, in this the... one, he wears a collar and he lives in a closet until he breaks free and kills everyone. <laughs> oh, that was also. And a fun he movie. also learns that he loves the old lady next door, so he's kind of endearing. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he's in Mulan. I, I typed in Jet Li movies, and Mulan was the first one that came up. Yeah, let's see, War. Yep, Jet Li's Fearless, Unleashed, yeah. The One. Unleashed. Yeah, High that Risk. Was... The One might have been the first Jason Statham movie I saw, and yeah. That was when I realized Wild. I didn't like Jason Statham, and I feel like I maybe never saw a full movie of his since. Yeah, he's good if you want that one. It's like him and The Rock have that one guy that they can play, and like if you want that, buddy, are you going to be happy? But <laughs> that's about it. That's why that like that side movie they did was just like, listen, this movie's for seventeen people, but it's going to sell. All right. And it did. I, don't even, I actually wonder if Jay, I, Jason Statham was one of those people who insisted on doing his own stunts all the time. And oh, I think he? that's why that's he like wild. slowed down on movies because he was just he wouldn't do one if someone else was going to do the stunts. And he'd just rather say fuck acting. <laughs> He's just a stuntman who happened to like be somewhat good at acting. They're like, we need you on camera, dude. Which has happened before, I guess. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy's actually like good at shit. Uh, and they just like have him. They like someone's out, and they just have him like read lines just to get I'm, through a fucking scene. At one point, I'm pretty like, sure yeah, this how, guy's all right. I'm pretty sure that's how Harrison Ford became an actor. He was like a carpenter on set, like in in like for like Hollywood in like the early I think like 60s or 70s. And someone was like, "Hey, you're really fucking hot, dude. Do you want to be on camera?" And he was like, "I guess. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll. I guess I'll be a generational talent." Like. And then yeah. the ones that, that make me, the one that makes me sad. Well, there's a couple that like are are upsetting to me. Like Tom Cruise and Robert De Niro are the two that I'm like, you guys used to make good art, yeah, and now yeah. you just churn out turds. It's like, oh, are you a pedophilic grandpa again, Robert De Niro? Great, wow, that's, that's so exactly funny. what everybody wanted. <laughs> Congrats, you get to have a sex scene with Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, like. But just had a, no one wants this. He just had a kid. He's like 87. Or yeah, kid. I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Can you imagine when you're like that kid's going to be in his 30s? Like, yeah, my dad died at three from old age. Like, <laughs> It is at some point. It's like, what are you doing to this kid that you're raising? You're like, just like, giving a kid a complex. Like, I don't feel like you could have that kid by accident. 
like that had to have been like a coordinated effort with a lot yeah. of medical science behind it. Like he, he like went to the lab and forced that kid out of his, like what is probably like 20 year old wife or something. And yeah, it was like some like Asian lady, I think they had to like wring his balls out to get enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a special, it looks like a nutcracker. They had, it's, it's like, <laughs> oh my god it's like an olive oil press <laughs> yeah it's a, ju- it's a juicer <laughs> thing. meanwhile That's they're just wild. like pumping him full of plasma and apple yeah. juice like <laughs> like they're trying to like they're trying to rehydrate like a, a, a piece a of from, beef jerky from captain america they've got him like plugged into everything they're like, it's like turning it. a, it's like turning a prune back into a plum <laughs> <laughs> absolutely wild Good it's old. gross. It, it it is it has to be intentional. Like it's if anything, even if he's just got like tea that rocks that hard, it's like yeah. it's intentional to be that age and to have not had a vasectomy to like, create an orphan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to cre- and you know leave a widow behind. I'm sure this woman's is, a lot younger than him. We're we'll actually going to cool. talk about widows tonight when we crack open our, the good book. Uh, oh yeah, I can't some wait. Good man. conversations come about widows yeah. and how our wives need to. To, I mean, is that is that a good segue into it? We can do it, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we can move. I we got some yeah, yeah with some fun stuff tonight. So we're gonna we're gonna open the word of the Lord together, Ooh, uh, and kind of have a little bit of a Bible study. And you know, Casey and I have been going kind of hard on the Old Testament, uh, you know, or as the Jews like to call it, their Bible. And <laughs> he really harps on that. I don't. Think I know. It's, it's just it's. It's, I don't think it's theirs. I actually, start, I think I'm starting to feel squatters guilty about rights. it. Is the problem? Yeah, squatters' rights. <laughs> like, uh, listen, we've but, been we've been here for a few thousand years. It's definitely ours. All right. Yeah, <laughs> you let this happen. Finders yeah. keepers. I mean, who took over the world first? I don't yeah. want to tell you. Uh, girls, right? Isn't that what Beyonce said? That she may have said that. Uh, <laughs> I think I've missed a lot of Beyonce. Sorry, albums. Jewish girls. <laughs> if you like it then you should have put a copyright on it yeah <laughs> uh before we uh dive in though i'm curious is uh did you guys ever start or have or participate like in bible studies in like college yeah un- yes unfortunately <laughs> okay i was part of some of the cringiest bible studies possible dude yeah just give us a little snapshot of what these bible studies were like uh well i mean uh, I went to a I went to a charismatic campus ministry that later f- we found out was a cult. So uh, that gives you oh, some frame of yeah. reference. And they would uh, I think I may have said this last episode I was in, but they they would open to combat people going to bars on the weekends. They would open the church Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights until two a.m. and instead and they would call it the Victory House of Prayer, the V Hop, and it just was <laughs> unlocked and it was just. Un, I, I'm pretty sure they talk about spiritual gifts in the book we're going to uh, get into, or at least some sort of uh, guidelines around them. And uh, yeah, this was not, we did not uh, reference those, those guidelines at all. It was just going in there and it was just unadulterated prophesying, speaking in tongues, laying on hands. Amazing. Total. Yeah, it was wild. I remember at one, one time we uh, actually, t- I told this story 
already this week. So I'm going to tell it again because it's so hilarious to me. One time we would have Bible studies, but we would do prayer walks where we'd walk around campus and feel where the spirit was taking us, you know? Yeah, I remember those. We'd walk up to uh, unsuspecting lost college students and ask them if they wanted prayer. But the weirdest thing was there's a river that runs because I went to East Carolina University in Greenville, North Carolina, and there's a river called the Tar River that runs through it. It's, It's one of the most polluted rivers in North Carolina. Uh, it had just rained, so like there the was James. Yeah, uh, so there was Virginia. like there was steam coming off the river because that's how science works. And uh, it was summer, so it was hot. It was like about to be summer, and we're walking by the river on this like little walkway over it. And my friend holds his hand out and goes, "Guys, the river's really hot right now. I think there's something demonic in it." And like we're all <laughs> like pesticides. <laughs> <laughs> And like, we're all like at like 11s on our spiritual radar right now. We just, we want some reason to go nuts. And like my buddy randomly just like leans over on the fence, rolls his eyes in the back of his head. And he goes, guys, I think I'm possessed. (laughs) And my other way. Yeah, dude. And my other friend is like, dude, we're going to exercise this demon out of you right now. So we all lay hands and I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, it, you're like, like I'm in an dude, RPG right now. This is like I like I believe in this. I'm along for the ride. I'm not fully sold in because the main reason I'm in this Bible study is because a girl that I like is in it. And so I'm like more so. I'm like, can I get my hand near hers? Like, yeah. and we're pr- we're praying for this dude. And my friend's like, demon, uh, name yourself. And my buddy, who's got his eyes rolled in the back of his head, picks up his head. So he's looking at us and goes, my name's Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, dog, you came from the depths of hell and that's your name. Like all your fraternity bros are down there in hell with you. like <laughs> Hanging out with Chad on the weekends. And, yeah, uh, dude. Oh, my God. It was Austin. so funny. Dude, yeah. He just takes an airhead out of his pocket and wads <laughs> it up into his soda. So, yeah, we were uh, we were doing stuff like that for our Bible study. We, we did focus on certain like or we tried to focus on certain books. But uh, I mean, it always just turned into just nonsense. Yeah, you realize you have no idea what you're doing with that book as, when you start having Bible studies like that. I was, uh, I, I on a couple of occasions would had started them, and I remember one of them we would, I think we picked the book of Romans or some shit. Nice. Where you're like get into incredibly complicated conversations too fast, and I it's funny like kind of popping the the some of these books open again like some of the New Testament books because i'm like it kind of it's reminding me of the time that i that i did that like you open it <laughs> you read through it together and then you get you, your old notes in there and then you just talk about it and um i it was kind of like bringing back some of like conversations and you kind of have like those like memories pop up of like the setting you were in the last time you did something like that and yeah i just started realizing that it's been a long long time like since i've just like opened like I, I probably more recently uh, had read like the gospels more than like any of these books at the back of the new Testament, the ones where they just like toss in the extras that they need to oppress people. Yeah. Nobody's reading Titus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, so I don't know. It's been like I reading through it. I'm like, and, and thinking through how I would have, I was thinking about how I would have thought about it then and what I might've tried to say or how I would have tried to like explain away certain things uh while trying to like sign on to the overall content that might have even made me uncomfortable at the time so you just try to figure out a way to make it not sound as problematic so yeah it was uh kind of 
but the book that we're in today is uh, is First Timothy. Oh and yeah, baby. Now we're not just it, that's it's six chapters. They're not very long, but we're not gonna like we're not just gonna like read through all of it. But I have some Ever, highlighted um, every young boy's favorite book. <laughs> yeah, Timothy. I don't know about like you guys. Paul's otter. Yeah, I went to like three three different uh, churches in, from in between high school and college. And like every single pastor that I like got close with was like, we're going to go through the book of Timothy together. And I was like, okay, you're not Paul, bud. Like, yeah. You're not... <laughs> yeah. So first Timothy is uh, the first book in the, uh, the pastoral epistles is what they're referred to as oh. uh, it's just first and second Timothy and the aforementioned Titus. Um <laughs> Also, that was a very fun joke in middle school. I remember finding that oh, yeah. quite hilarious, so I thought I'd bring that back. Also, I was thinking about, you never, like, think about what the people in the, like, when you're, re- like, if you're reading a novel or something, like, you think about what the people in it look like. Oh, and yeah. It, and then when they make the movie of it, you're like, I don't know if that's what I was thinking. Or you're like, that's actually pretty cool that they nailed exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. And I realized, like, reading through some of this today that I think I picture unless like there's a description noted, like with a Samson or something like that. If there's like no description, I, I think I've realized that I picture every one of them looking like John rise Davies from like Indiana Jones. Oh, uh, I always pictured Paul as a bald guy. I don't know. He just gave me bald energy in his writings. Yeah. <laughs> Cause of how like forthcoming <laughs> he is and confident he's just, yeah. like, overcompensating. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, hear I that. feel like Timothy to me, uh, I, I see him being played by Michael Sarah. Dude, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> why haven't why haven't they done that yet? A comedic retelling of the gospels. <laughs> Which would be funny if they had that because it's literally a letter to Timothy, so there's no actual yeah. Timothy appearance, but if it's like I I mean if if someone like comedically rewrote this and Michael Sarah read it, that would be pretty sick. Some of these Paul books read like the rants and raves sections on Craigslist. People at the El Dorado Walmart are pigs. We should not convene with them. They are not welcome at our table. (laughs) It's funny that that you bring that up, though, because it says that, you know, in Bibles, uh, most it'll be like the first letter of Paul to Timothy. Um, Now, it was like up until I want to say the... I think it was the 1700s that there was like an assumption that it was written by Paul, but as like scholarship progressed, there's almost every biblical scholar is just like, this was not written by Paul. Uh, I love that. Both Timothy's and Titus are just not written by like Paul. So that's why like uh, actually thinking back to when we had Jay Baker on uh, Casey, he's like, he mentioned the pastoral epistles being forgeries. That's basically what the it looks like. Is that like this person's writing in the name of Paul? And I think it's fine. I was messaging with you, Spencer. Uh, yeah. Because it's just like you read through it, and it's just like I, Paul, who's definitely Paul, and writing to yeah. you, Timothy, who I definitely know very well because we're super close. And it's like it's written we, like if we Don, get it, Donald Paul, Trump. Bro. Yeah. It's like if, if Trump <laughs> run it. It's me, Paul. I definitely I'm writing this right now to my best friend Timothy, the best Tim that I know. <laughs> as I'm right now on the Damascus Road, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, it so it, yeah, it's most likely like uh, 
based on the types of things that are being discussed or written against in this book, uh, most scholarship assumes that it was like combating a form of Gnosticism that was not around when Paul would have been actually writing something. Gotcha. Uh, The people who needed to be Paul, because if it's not Paul, you have to like really question why we have this shit ass book in the Bible, because this book does actually suck. I forgot or never (laughs) knew, but this book sucks. It's not a good book. Well, first you give away the Old Testament and now you're invalidating the New Testament. (laughs) Yes. You're, you're catching on. That's like that's, I'm, that's what we're doing. I'm trying to remember because it's funny. Like the Timothy's used, used to be my favorite books. I haven't read the Bible probably almost 15 years, so clearly I forgot them. Uh, and is it is it First Timothy or Second Timothy where he like gives the rules on like how to run the church? Uh, it's in both, I believe. Okay. But we get some of that. We get like qualifications for elders yeah. and deacons and stuff like that in this book. And the qualifications are a little bananas but also <laughs> you know what it also reading this book made me notice is that like no ch- like churches are like we believe in the bible and we follow it no one's following these work. rules dude <laughs> no one's following these rules and we yeah. all know it we're just pretending this is a this is a it's, big game of make-believe so we it's can also so funny it. man they're like oh no we have to find a way to discredit this part but yeah no that's he says rules but if you go back and look at it, the translation actually wasn't rules. It was more like guidelines. Like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how they were used like with slaves, right? It's like, well, yeah. it's, not really, yeah. it's not really yeah. slaves, but like, like some of them were paid a little bit. But like, oh, yeah, it's like uh, you watch this passage is more of a yellow light. It's like, hey, pay attention. Have you all <laughs> have you all found this dude uh, on TikTok who like he, he's like a biblical scholar? I think he might be Mormon, but he just but McClellan? he like. He has like a uh, like sh- like short hair, skinnier dude, and he's got a beard now. Yeah, dude, I could watch. He's amazing. Yeah, he's phenomenal. I, I I only found out the other day that he's like part of the Church of the Latter Day Saints, which like, I, I guess there's something nothing, nothing is wrong that with. True. But... I thought he. I thought I saw that he was like part with Seventh Day Adventists or something. That's like what that. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. something like that. Yeah, but just watching him just dismantle people in like the calmest fashion, I'm like, man. You are so much smarter than me. He's <laughs> wicked smart. I've yeah. actually reached out to him. Uh, I would still working on trying to get him here, but that would be a huge get. Apparently, doesn't want to. This is what I've heard. Yeah, I think he's because he's he said this, and I've heard other people mention that he said it. It's like he doesn't really want to get into his own personal, like religious practices because I can understand that he he. It's I mean you can separate those two. Like you can you can be critical of the Bible and still pra- be a practicing Christian. So I for think sure, yeah. what he's doing is trying to bring a set, like, like have this like discourse and deal with some of like the shitty videos that are always made about the Bible. And, but also like, he's like, as soon as we get into like my personal feelings about stuff, then people are just going to like derail and miss. Yeah. He's like, everything that we're talking. yeah, exactly. So he's actually intentionally avoided that. So I'm guessing, you know he, what? Good for him. He's not quite at a point. Maybe he's just not interested in having conversations about his own like personal thoughts and beliefs. Yeah. But um, anyway, let's uh let's get into the word. Let's uh, do like it. I said, we're not gonna like go through this verse by verse, but I got some highlighted. We have the opening salutation, which is just excessively wordy, if you ask me. And Paul was like easily the most verbose of all the writers, I think. Oh yeah. I yeah. In the real Paul, not this asshole. Uh, yeah. Is like when you is an incredible writer like yeah the general like 
scholarship is like, I mean, what the way he writes and with the the style that he writes in and the way he brings his points together is yeah, really pretty amazing. Um, Dude, it's that but, it's that bald guy energy, man. Yeah. So, it's, but let's uh let's get into it because there's some important stuff here that we might need to address. I think the three of us can tackle some of these problems together. Let's do it, baby. I got even, I got the Bible app on my phone. I re-downloaded it. Perfect. Perfect. Hey, and that was the end game really because now you're going to get push notifications <laughs> and i got you back into the word of the lord so no <laughs> uh, I, that's a jewel in my crown all right we're going to start with uh chapter one verse eight it says uh now we know that the law is good if one uses it legitimately already into that like if you do what i think is right everything everything else is wrong but we're off to a good start this means understand a lot of laws some good, some people say they're good, some people, I don't know, you know, some people say they're good. This means understanding that the law is laid down not for the innocent, but for the lawless and the disobedient, for the godless and sinful, for the unholy and profane, for those who kill their father and mother, Jesus, very specific, for murderers, fornicators, sodomites, slave traders, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to the sound teaching that conforms the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which he entrusted to me. Any thoughts? Woof. Well, sodomite. Yeah, I'm saved, dude. (laughs) Next to slave trader. I think we can draw a lot of conclusions for that. Now, like, is sodomite, does that just mean... It's basically butt stuff's the qualifier, right? Like, if you're just doing man-on-man handsy things, then you're not a slave trader right so i actually let's Let's take that back to the original greek well i i I did read something about the word sodomite in my little notes here at the bottom of my study bible uh because i do in fact have study bibles what uh Um, what translation is that this is uh mm, new revised standard edition oh fun Standard version is the one. Hold on, I can, I can, I can, cha- I can change my, uh, I can change my app to do that. <laughs> uh, but it was basically like, it, it, the note had stated that uh, the sodomite is the, is the male inflicting the sex on the other person. So right. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're just like, if you're the on the receiving end of it, it was probably uh, wasn't asked for. Maybe it, it most of the time. Yeah. Like it was like, if. With the guilt being on the person who's doing it, it's kind of understood as maybe just not a consensual act. Um, Ooh, here we go. Hold on. I've got uh, – so this the sexually immoral men who engage in illicit sex, there's a footnote, the Greek meaning for uncertain. So I don't know what uncertain sex is. That sounds Uncircumcised? Little... Yeah. Uns- <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, no. now here's where I have to take issue with you guys, okay, because I'm going to read – Mine, the Living Bible, paraphrase. There we go. Yep. Oh shit, yours is alive. But they were not made for us, whom God has saved. They are for sinners who hate God, have rebellious hearts, curse and swear, attack their fathers and mothers, and <laughs> murder. That. Yes, these laws are made to identify as sinners all who are immoral and impure homosexuals. Uh oh, you got the big H word in yours. And I mean, I haven't gotten to the end of this book, but the one above it says "Sincerely, Paul." <laughs> ah, that's how I this like one that. ends too. What if he signed? I wonder what translation he signs off best. Sincerely, Paul. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Cheers, Paul. <laughs> Godspeed. All my best. Yeah, all my best. You know, it is funny though because like there there was a time in which uh you know we weren't around for and maybe don't personally remember, but as I recall, the slave trade in the United States was quite active. Uh and there were no. plenty of Christians involved. No, in that. my school doesn't teach that. Yeah. <laughs> So it's funny that they're just like fornicators, sodomites, liars, perjurers, and slave traders. And that's when you get the, well, what they yeah. meant was. And then that's where the gymnastics come in. The uh, gymnastics. I switched to the New King James. It's about the cool. same. Does yours well, say anything different? It says. It def- let's if it's see. A, anything with uh, J- King James, is uh, it's definitely going to say homosexuals. I don't think it does. Let's <gasps> see. No. Knowing this, the law is made for the righteous person, for the lawless and subordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, fornicators, sodomites, kidnappers, liars, for perjurers, and if there is anything that is contrary, they're to really sound dodging doctrine. the slave trade. Yeah, kidnappers. Like, <laughs> well, it wasn't people like selling people into slavery. It was just people who steal kids. It's way yeah. different. Yeah. What is the legal definition of a kid? We don't know. Okay. And then, I mean, Depends people are getting married at 12. Yeah, so exactly. Like, yeah. We're talking about people who kidnap seven and eight-year-olds only. I mean, yeah. not me. Not the person who, you know, bought a slave. That's different. Yeah. And I'm Legally. not a slave trader. Am I a trader? No, I'm a slave purchaser. So yeah. it's not really the same. And then we'll see later that God tells that slave to honor me because I'm a Christian. So it really all comes together at the end where I don't have to change anything about my life and I can still own people. It's convenient. It's how it works out. Um, well, what do you say we uh, jump to chapter two? Because uh, he Let's has some. It. So I, maybe I missed a, a little bit of a qualifier. Is the, this book is all about providing instruction to believers. Uh, they're at risk of being um, swept away by the whims of Gnosticism and the dangers of a a demonic and evil society that's encroaching upon them. So man, what's, what is Gnosticism? Gnosticism. It was just like, I mean, really anything. It's like calling any, it's like, uh, when anything that doesn't align with what we call historic Christianity is like heresy. Gnosticism were just like different forms of Christianity that started taking yeah. place that were kind of a little bit more mystical in some sense. It was not sometimes mystical is a good thing. These, some of these were very like uh, just like off the beaten path and got weird. Um, and Mystical's so then great, like dude. the Gnostic gospels, you have like the, you, I mean, most people know like the gospel of Thomas, the gospel of Judas. They're all like books that came about that were, sub, that are considered that, that promote like more Gnostic type. Yeah. Cause this pieces. was like, he was writing this to Timothy to like go into the world and like basically start churches. Right. Or like, yeah. Yeah. Convert basically. people. Yeah. And, and to keep people. And so I, apparently where timothy was was like what modern day turkey is now oh um, fun so wherever that was a couple thousand years ago it seems is, like uh, he did a bad job yeah <laughs> christianity lost that one yeah yeah he was talking to this uh, guy his name is uh erdogan i don't know if that's it's in if that made it to the book at all <laughs> they're in nato and so that's yeah. christian adjacent enough yeah. to get into heaven uh, here's a dictionary.com, uh, definition of Gnosticism, uh, a prominent her- 
quote-unquote heretical movement of the second century, Christian church partly of pre-Christian origin, Gnostic doctrine taught that the world was created and ruled by a lesser divinity, the Demiurge, and that Christ was an emissary of the remote supreme divine being, esoteric knowledge of whom enabled redemption of the human spirit. Um, Wild. Don't they they fight the Demiurge in Stranger Things? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know that all of them. I think Gnosticism wasn't all aligned. It was just like different forms of Gnosticism popped up throughout. It it kind of was like. It was basically them being like, listen, there's only one way to do this, okay? And this certainly will not be a continuing issue in our religion for centuries to come. (laughs) Yes. And he's very clear about that in this book. Yeah. Um, So let's skip to chapter two. Uh, start I'm at verse stoked. eight and see how how he instructs women. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> well, I'm gonna actually go backwards a little bit because I just ran across a little line here that I think is just a funny thing to write out in your letter, it, and kind of very Trumpian as you as you previously mentioned, Spencer. Uh, there is one God. There is also one mediator between God and humankind, Christ Jesus Himself, human, who gave Himself up a ransom for all. That this was attested at the right time. For this, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I just. It's like you didn't have to say that, dude. (laughs) When when you interject, and and I'm not lying, into any sentence, immediately everyone goes, this guy's lying. (laughs) I think you take out the I'm not lying line, and it sounds like a Kamala Harris interview. Yeah. Oh my god. Her interviews are really hard to watch. Yeah, dude, they're bad. Dude, it's in uh in my on my app, uh the line I'm speaking the truth in Christ and then in italics and not lying. Like why? <laughs> this is the truth, the kind without lies in it. Yeah. <laughs> for real, this is Paul. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Sincerely, Paul. Yeah. For yeah, for real, comma Paul. <laughs> All right, now we get, <coughs> excuse me, from there. I desire then, I desire. It's all about him. Come on, man. I desire then that in every place the men should pray. Well, you did that, Spencer, over that river, so good for you. Yeah, we did. Um, lifting we exercised up hol- the hell out of Kyle that night. You lifted up holy hands uh, without <laughs> anger or argument. So, you know, that's three gold stars. Uh-oh. Uh, and here's where we get to the part where you guys um, maybe veered off a little bit. Also, that women should dress themselves modestly and decently in suitable clothing, not with their hair braided or with gold, pearls, or expensive clothes, but with good works, as is proper for women who profess reverence of God. Let a woman learn in silence with full submission. I permit no woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She is to keep silent, for Adam was formed first, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. Yet she will be saved through childbearing, because that is her only purpose, because women are useless except for that. It's like, for they were all deceived, for for another purpose was made. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Literally, so they literally will, wearing uh, a shirt that says Sauron right now. <laughs> you are. Uh, also uh, i veered off a little bit but she's saved through childbearing provided that they continue in faith and love and holiness with modesty 
Yeah. So if you have children but aren't modest, you're out. Not saved. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Something about uh something about this doesn't really seem like many Christians today. I don't <laughs> I mean, these sluts have their hair braided in church, dude. Yeah. Dude, I How love dare the they? uh the people who get like really fixated on certain little details. Yeah. The people that you knew that were like super conservative, only let their their wives and daughters wear skirts, like yeah. four length denim skirts, and they're like pearls and braids specifically are bad. Yeah, they're of the devil. <laughs> Which is also funny because a lot of those people, I would maybe they weren't teaching that they were bad, but they conveniently left out that verse in their personal lives because they had their hair so long that they braided it to keep it from practically dragging on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, the I mean pain and just... suffering of stepping on your hair is what will save your soul. I'm reading uh, this and I'm just like, oh, these are just how Mennonites live. Like, yeah. They, do you guys have those? Oh, yeah. We got a lot of them here. Not okay, so yeah. much up here. Uh, I feel There's like a lot in the eastern part like of the state here. Oh, yeah. Amish country for sure. Yeah. You, you'll hit them more in Pennsylvania. I, don't, I feel like north of Pennsylvania, they're pretty scarce. They all get beat up if they come to Boston. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By a bunch of straight edge fucks. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we get that we're kind of the same, but also it is like need violence in our lives. It is super cringe reading this. And then like, I'm, I'm getting brought back to like literally hearing a dude who was like probably my age at the time when I was in college. And he was like, listen, guys, like this is just why women can't be pastors. You know, like it's just like, oh, yeah. oh God, <laughs> let them be well, silent in your church meetings. Yeah. This like, dude, my, go ahead. My friend's mom, like, genuinely believes that women shouldn't be allowed to vote like she is yeah dude like she's all in like submissive women which is wild because she's one of the nosiest most like involved people in the world but like you i just know that her dad read her this and was like all right listen here fran all right you're not allowed to talk or do anything (laughs) like timothy told me so (laughs) your only use is for childbearing in modesty yeah Ugh. what does that even mean like my, like oh you can only have two kids okay yeah it means that uh the doctor better not see your pussy while you're giving birth is what that means it's gotta be a sh- that's why the sheet's up dude <laughs> exactly <laughs> you can't have immodest behavior like that or at least you need a woman doctor i bet these like staunch conservatives are like anti-male doctors delivering babies oh yeah uh but while we're on this topic of these kinds of people it did Uh, I did screenshot a slew of tweets from this guy who's been popping off on Twitter, at least from my vantage point, because apparently I like hate follow too many things. Um, Now, do I talk about this person's name specifically? Because here's the thing. This thing, this kind of fun shit keeps happening where um, this guy has the worst fucking takes on Twitter. (laughs) They're just such insane stances that they it feels like we haven't heard these in a significant period of time and then he's like trying to bring back old shit that people gave up on and uh everything i saw from him was liberal twitter being like look at this fuck face and now he has <laughs> just promoting him yeah now he has like 16 <laughs> and a half thousand followers and he's just oh my like God. some loser pastor um who has a podcast called hard men Oh, so, dude, love that. We know that this cool. guy is out of touch. Yeah. <laughs> Hard, man. Dude, I do I love this. that. Like the uh, 
I gave his podcast <laughs> name away, oh, so man. I guess the name doesn't matter now. It's uh, we'll promote him too. Eric Kahn, go ahead and the hate hard the Hard Men podcast, followers. dude. There is nothing gayer than wanting to bring back men. <laughs> all right, so his pinned tweet. Uh, he this is all like mostly purity culture stuff that he's like living his best life on. He goes up acceptable occasions to wear yoga pants alone in your house with your husband working out alone in your private gym while your husband watches you the end no public venues no social media i love that the only acceptable place to wear them is like not just even alone without your husband like it's about the husband constantly he's like the, the point where his... andrew tate basically yeah that dude for fucking sure is what this, this feels is like insane sorry i'm on his website right now it's crazy yeah he's pretty much the worst um Oh, which one? Okay. Regarding modesty, how do you decide which venues to avoid? Does that include Walmart? What if the result is a gag reflex in not lust? I discuss with Dan Burkholder. <laughs> that's his like, that's his, that, basically his, that's his tweet of like. I see. Is he talking about how he's disgusted by what he sees at Walmart? Or is that, is that like some knock against a woman that he thinks is unattractive? Is that like, my Listen, I'm is- tired of getting horny in Walmart. All right, how do I deal with this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was like some discourse uh, on one of his things. It's just like, or maybe something that he shared. It was like a a guy responding to something. Because look, we this, all this like rage against yoga pants and modesty out in public. It's just like, look, we get it, man. You're getting you're getting hard. Yeah, you just say to people and you feel bad about it. Like, I don't and everybody knows that. And he's saying, like, there was like this response back and forth. which is like, well, I'm not I don't I'm not lusting after these women. I'm disgusted by how dishonoring it is to God. It's like, fuck you, dude. You're it's like, no, you're not, dude. (laughs) It's like you're mad that you have to rub one out in the Walmart bathroom. Like that's (laughs) you're like, it's too well lit in there. I can't get into my imagination space. (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah so i don't know it doesn't if if you're if you're grow like that again so that now it's all about policing women obviously it's like i'm disgusted by you but like should we call that immodesty like which is like kind of his that's his resignation that there's like a cultural aspect to modesty as a whole right like because you can go to some cultures where like women don't even wear tops and then no one thinks anything of it and no one gives a fuck yeah so like you you saying that your personal preference for what gets you hard is like it's all subjective so like so that's what you it's like your personal like ethic for women's modesty is like if uh if it's like if you think it's trashy or gross, then I guess it's okay because, like, who would want you anyway? It's like, god damn, dude, you're just like wearing it all on your it's, sleeves. It's just, it's this like snake eating its tail thing that happens online where, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like Andrew Tate. Like yeah. Andrew Tate has some of the like dumbest takes, the most extreme versions of those dumb takes, and like. I only knew about him from like YMH making fun of him until the Same. entire world started preaching about how awful he was. Yeah, I had and no idea who the guy was. And then he like popped up on Reddit one day and I was like, oh, 
I hate that I know about this. Like, <laughs> they literally made him the face of like far right misogyny and like yeah. elevated him to a status that he was not at before. No. And those guys, like, I don't think people were in, it's kind of like what you said at the very beginning of this, where you're like, oh, so they just like, like they, you're like, oh, they, a bunch of these guys, liberal Twitter was like, look at this idiot. You're like, oh, they just promoted him. It's like, yeah, that's what they do. And then these guys get a sliver of that audience. And they're like, oh, it worked with me doing that. I'm going to do that so much harder now. Like God's rewarded me for saying the truth. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, you're literally <laughs> just being followed by like, yeah, dude, every, every uh, left leaning person on Twitter just to like, see what your next take is and whether or not they can have a good, like boner joke about it or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they can go viral like, quote tweeting you. Like, yes, that's, and like, that's what it's, they want. It's whatever. Like it's whatever. Dude, I'm, like, I'm not saying like, oh, you're, you know, you shouldn't like post about these guys, whatever. but like, don't get all high and mighty about it with somebody else. Like, yeah, because it's like the same people who who quote tweet him and like go off on a soapbox about him. Like then they pick one other person out of the crowd that did the same sort of thing. And they're like, but this is not how you do it. This is yeah. not how you criticize this. Per- it's just stupid. Well, yeah, it's really what- dumb. If you're wondering what trying to have a conversation with somebody like this is, uh, this is a great way to get an idea. He says, uh, trying to have a good faith discussion with bad faith actors, many of whom are simply vile and disgusting, is a complete waste of time. People who are devoted to their own sin have rejected reason and nature, so rational arguments have no effect. Like, uh, no, <laughs> I, I just... The, the hilarity of him calling anyone who doesn't agree with him a bad faith actor because their sin in rejection of the gospel has rendered them morons is like, could you out yourself as a bad faith actor any harder? Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't, not even Paul wrote that in Timothy, man. Like he was, (laughs) but he kind of did actually. Let's go back. We got a lot of bad actors out here. Yeah. So too many. (laughs) Because he, he does say, um, I feel like I... Uh, We're in chapter two. Well, whatever. He gets very up his own <laughs> ass about his uh, how everyone needs to listen to him. Oh, Paul totally loves the smell of his own farts. 100%, <laughs> dude. My man, was, my man was ripping one in those burlap sacks he was wearing, just absolutely hotboxing himself and just loving it. <laughs> Oh, I, last, we're, last tweet from him and we'll move on. But I think this is funny when it... Um, it's not just that we should rethink public nakedness, which is what he thinks <laughs> yoga pants are or wearing like, you know, gym clothes, yeah. uh, skin tight yoga pants or bikinis at the beach. We should, but we should also rethink co-ed public swim beaches and pools altogether. Dude. And all it's of just sudden, so- he's just like getting retweeted by Al Qaeda, like nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so insane to just hear how fucking horny these guys are. And it's like, my man, it's like, I am so sorry that like your pastor told you when you were 12 that if you jacked off, you'd burn in hell. But I promise if you just bust a nut like once a week, your life will be so much better, dude. Like just it'll be so much better. Like, I mean, he's I, I believe this guy's married um, with kids. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's created an he's got like seven children. Public uh, persona whose whose whole sole purpose is just like keeping his wife and his daughters under his thumb. Oh, yeah. his kids, I hope it's, I don't hope, but I mean, can you imagine his kids? They're either going to be insufferable assholes or they're going to grow up to hate him. There's no like, dude, I having think a good relationship with your dad. If you don't believe all of the things that he does. 
Patton Oswalt, Patton Oswalt has a great bit about how like if you if you are a cool parent, your parent, your kids are going to grow up to be like corporate boring people. So he's like <laughs> he's like, I am a lame parent on purpose because I want my kid to be cool. And it's like everyone I know who had lame parents are cool people. It's like you have you just I think you have to be. So I think this guy's I mean, he's got seven of them. So rules of probability at like at least like two will probably be pretty bad. But I got to imagine like most of them are going to be like the second they meet like any type of like secular secularity or whatever the word secularism in their life they're gonna be like oh wait like yoga pants are fucking comfortable he's gonna have a son dude i'm a, I'm a guy and i have a pair of yoga pants because they're so comfortable like it's i insane. hope your t-shirt goes past your butt otherwise. it doesn't dude i actually they it's <laughs> they reveal it all one time they're actually ladies yoga pants and i bought them because they had <laughs> They have the battle oh, yeah. of they have the battle of Yavin printed on them, and I thought they were badass. It was like a Star right. Wars Under Armour collab, and they didn't make them in mail, so I was like, I'm just gonna buy it the biggest size possible, and I'm sure that'll fit me. And uh, I used to live next to a grocery store, and I remember I was at my apartment one night, and uh, I got a little little too lost in the sauce, and wandered over to the grocery store to get some food, and forgot that I only had the yoga pants on. <laughs> <laughs> Like when I would go to the gym, I'd at least put a pair of shorts over them. But I was like, oh, I'm just like just smuggling grapes in this grocery store right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Oops. So. Yeah, I'm sure if he saw me, he'd write a blog post about it. Like, Oh, because, yeah, he would. Yeah. Be dis- in, but you would be one of the people he'd be like, I'm disgusted by that. I'd be uh, I'd be what, what does he call him? I'd be a soft boy as he puts on his on his podcast. Like yeah. You're not a his, hard man. His most recent blog post is why soft men will get you killed. Well, maybe that's why he believes uh, the military should be a men only space. And honestly, the funniest thing is what a dunk. The picture for the blog is uh, Lieutenant Sobel from Band of Brothers. <laughs> Ross from Fr- David. Uh, fuck. What's that actor's name? Uh, oh, yeah. Who is Ross? He, he Ross. was like the 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 jerk drill sergeant in that show that yeah he's only in like, like one couldn't lead them into battle david schwimmer there we go yeah david schwimmer that's he right. was like too intense yeah well i mean i get it. this guy's very passionate about men and women only spaces he has another tweet about <laughs> it where he said male only spaces include sports clubs gyms military police firefighting women get their own gyms dorms new mothers nursing etc like he can't even think of any like real spaces that should be for women etc like, everything's men and then women are have a little section in the corner where they get to just like do their shit love so, to see it he's a cool guy i really appreciate it i think he's been reading a lot of first timothy lately that's kind of what just the correlation kind of came together 100 yeah. percent. what's our next uh passage here yeah uh we're into qualifications now of uh bishops of, which i think o- are really impressive oh. new king uh, james calls them overseers Ooh, i don't yeah. technically know what a bishop or deacon is um, i think they can move diagonally on the chessboard <laughs> De- deacons in my church were just like trusted just enough to pass a money bucket around but not quite enough to count it you know yeah deacons are just like my friend's dads at church like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you They're tucked like, in your t-shirt like north you korean military uh, yeah close. it's like i've seen this guy ripped on bush ice like i don't know if he should be handling the money tray <laughs> <laughs> uh what i a couple of these stick out to me as uh things that are just clearly all not followed to the letter of the law um quite like homosexuality is um, yeah now a bishop must be above reproach married only once Temperate, sensible, respectable, hospitable, an apt teacher, 
not a drunkard, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, and not a lover of money. He must manage his own household well, keeping his children submissive and respectable in every way. For if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? Mm. How many pastors do you know with the biggest fuck off kids? <laughs> and shout out to you fuck off kids of pastors, but you you should single handedly be, be getting your dad fired. Yeah. My, I, my pastor's kids were all super good, great kid, great people now. But then, like, my parents switched churches, and the youth pastor at that church, he, I did not like him ever. And his son, he, he was, like, also the assistant football coach at the local high school. Oh, hell yeah, man. And that was clearly, like, all he cared about, like, that was all he wanted was just to like win the whatever the title and then have a yeah. Disney movie made about him. <laughs> the 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 Howell Patriots or whatever the yeah. team was, but his kid got caught having a threesome on the football field Good in the middle of the night. That rules, dude. Wait, with uh, what was was it a was it a devil's MMF threesome? Yeah. And MFF yeah. and MMMM. What what were we F- talking? FMF. I believe. Nice. I love that band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yikes. He got caught. Yeah. That's it was awkward big to fuck. do. Yeah. A lot of whispering. But, uh, and then I don't think he stayed at the church much longer, but it was kind of like a quiet go away sort of mm-hmm. thing, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He didn't throw him a farewell party. Nah. He sucked. <laughs> he was really phoning it in on the youth pastor job. Yeah. Well, priorities. All of us, all the sermons weirdly tied into football. Like <laughs> Dude, everything is a sports analogy. That's I hated this church because yeah. he was that way. The main pastor was that way too. He was like, everything that he said was like a sports analogy. And I'm like, I don't know anything about football. I don't care. Like, <laughs> That's how the headmaster, like my freshman year, I, I got I got sent to a private uh, Anglican school for high school, and my headmaster the first year there, I can't remember the guy's name, but he like wanted so badly to be like a sports school, and like he would get up there and like yeah like do like services like when we had chapel every Thursday, and would like tie it in. He would like bring the paper and be like, if you see here today, uh, this school beat this school, and he's like just the same way like we're gonna beat the demons like at you know, from hell that are trying to like change us. And it's like, dude, oh, I don't know. No. Yeah. Maybe just calm down, man. Like not everything's not everything's sports. Yeah. Like, the Bible is uh, headmaster is a good title and it's a bad nickname in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. Yeah. No one calls me that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I worked really hard to not be the headmaster anymore. <laughs> And the yoga pants helped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm reading this uh, qualifications of deacons, and I don't know one one person that would uh, fit. Nobody, nobody fits that bill. That's yeah. a that's a high ass standard, dude. Just like the uh, the initial qualification of like, um, he must be. Oh, he must enjoy having guests in his home. Even that, like, no one in my entire church life qualified as that. <laughs> no one had anyone over. No one ate with people. No one, like, it was like, oh, we'll go to the local, like, 
like dumpy breakfast restaurant with you but <laughs> as soon as the check comes we're out of there like no yeah. one there was no community at all there was no fellowship yeah fellowship that's what they yeah. were missing maybe that's why you hated church so much casey just not enough fellowship uh i think um the qualifications for deacons are pretty similar so we'll just kind of skip over that um go over to chapter four here. And this is where we see chapter four come in pretty hot. Like that guy's tweets about like bad faith actors. Like let's go baby. That's just like putting your fingers in your ears and going la 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 la. <laughs> so it says uh, now the spirit expressly says that in later times, some will renounce the faith by paying attention to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons through the hypocrisy of liars whose conscience are seared with a hot iron. Uh, that is, and, and of course, everything that he says here is the standard for truth. Uh, and if you go oh, yeah. against it, you're just obviously shitty. Uh, what, interestingly enough though, uh, one of the things that these awful people will do when they abandon the faith and the truth is, uh, they forbid marriage and demand abstinence from foods, which God created to be received with Thanksgiving by those who believe in the truth. So that feels a little anti-Semitic as they are. <laughs> and it also feels like a little bit like forbid marriage. Like, yeah, I don't know if you can do that. Maybe the Gnostics there. So that's why they are like that. This is, that's one of the reasons that um, it's thought that he's writing to a later audience and it's not Paul is like, that was like a weird Gnostic teaching of like oh. people shouldn't get married and shit like that. Well, whoever had this Bible before me underlined this section, and oh. mine says, they will say it is wrong to be married and wrong to eat meat. Huh. And I do remember that coming up from time to time. And oh. Like, oh, like that's just another another uh, indicator that liberals are- Yeah, no vegan bitches. You know, yeah. Because they're all vegetarians. LOL, dude. Yeah, mine says the same thing. Yeah, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Huh. Oh, well, you know what's interesting, though, is it goes on to say, for everything created by God is good and nothing yeah. is to be rejected, provided it is received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by God's word and by prayer. And I do not recall these feelings being shared about marijuana. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, oh, did God just tell me I can do drugs? Yeah, as long as you receive them with thanks. Yeah, I don't think I've ever not. Do you always, I mean, <laughs> thank the good Lord before you smoke, and it's uh, what's it's now sanctified by yeah, God. Yeah, so if you pray words. before you do your meth, you're good, dude. I think that's the part we were missing this whole time, and that they left that out, and I feel like that's a sin of omission. I don't know if oh. you guys remember that. There's uh, sins of commission and sins of omission. That's right. And if yeah. you don't remember your youth pastor teaching you that, you're not a real former then person. Then your youth pastor is probably too busy coaching football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Uh, but yeah, so they grab hands. We're going to bless this jankum. <laughs> <laughs> Please, God, heal this hamstring. We need him. It's cute. <laughs> the final we need, quarter. We need, we need Taylor to run this halfback 12 over down the right side so we can score. So, do your drugs, thank the Lord for them. Yeah. And now you're Christian. Um, I do like this uh, verse 7. It says, in my Bible, it says, Don't waste time arguing over foolish ideas and silly myths and legends, which is broad. Yeah. yeah my, but also, mine, says, 
largely ignored within the community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine says a premillennial, postmillennial, or amillennial, and you're like, okay. Maybe, reject, uh, reject profane and old wives' fables. <laughs> Mine says have nothing to do with profane myths and old wives' tales. That's funny. Train huh. yourself in godliness. For a while, this physical. Uh, this is funny. For a while, physical training is of some value. Godliness is valuable in every way, and that explains all our fat pastors. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely read that for sure, and they're like, "Oh, I don't have to be ripped. Thank God, dude." They're like, no, all I have to do is just talk about how hot my wife is, and then I can tell that's she loves me for my for my love of God. I don't have to be Brad Pitt, you know. Yeah, <laughs> she. <laughs> Loves me for my love of God. Ooh, yeah. That brings back some bad memories. Yeah, dude. Ugh. It's like, what's your favorite thing about Steven? It's like, oh, I just love how much he loves Jesus. And it's like, whew, well, you're going to have a boring life. <laughs> like... Oh, man. Those videos, like the the Christian lady TikTok videos where they get on there and talk about their husband and, Ugh, dude. you know, just their their zeal for the Lord. And, oh, man. Listen to somebody pretend to gush over that kind of crap sucks. It does. I, there's, I go ahead. No, there's just like a funny TikTok TikTok trend about that where it's like it'll show it's like the like the pastor's wife and it's like I'm just so thankful for Tim. He's just such a man of God and it's like and this is Tim and it's just like the frumpiest looking dude you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Guy wearing like like rainbow sandals and like cargo shorts and he's just like <laughs> he's skin grafted to a, a four-legged stool at the auto parts store where he works <laughs> well it's, thank that's... god for tim mainly uh, a christ-like leader of our household yeah <laughs> i mean i was telling uh like, i don't know i guess it might have been a few weeks ago a pastor that i had was like i said he was like a west virginia one and his wife was very very attractive and it's just like this doesn't this doesn't add up and i feel like it's I feel like look, that can happen, right? We Everyone knows that can happen. That's always yeah. been a joke. It's a societal joke that just the, the goofiest looking dudes can pull very attractive women. And yeah. personality helps. Um, That's the power of Christ. But this guy, <laughs> this guy didn't have like, I'm just, I was always blown away by it. Like he didn't have that rock and personality. He was just like arrogant and awful and there are times where I even like had this feel this of like, do you regret? Like, is there some regret <laughs> behind those eyes? Like through all those like accolades he, and he words of game. affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> he read the game and he negged her into a, <laughs> a legal <laughs> commitment. <laughs> anyway, if, if maybe if one of them is out there listening, just let me know uh, if everything's okay. Send a DM, Growing Up Christian Podcast. Oh, I do know that that pastor did get ousted from that church, and I do not know the drama, and it pains me to this day that I have uh, no idea what happened. God, that's a bummer, because pastor drama is always good. Oh, it's, it's so fun. Good. Yeah. It, oh, church splits. Mm. Talk about it's being so good. Fuck <laughs> yoga pants. <laughs> the, the proxy, that, or like the, the, the thing that takes the place of that in my life now is like I work in car dealerships. Yeah. Car dealership drama is just 
the next best thing. Oh, dude, my mom, <laughs> my mom worked for a Toyota dealership for like twenty years. Yeah, it's wild, dude. So many personality types crammed into like a, just a pressure cooker of a place. <laughs> yeah, so and so is banging so and so, and so dude. is this guy. He also is having sex with her. Yeah, and this lady is embezzling money. And they just found out, so we're gonna watch her be fired on the security camera. I, yeah. I did that the other day. I watched a lady Holy get shit. fired on security camera. That's, that sounds pretty rad. <laughs> it was it was kind of fun, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's uh, jump down to verse twelve of uh, chapter four because this was what. Um, oh yeah, dude! I remember this one. This was what made college men so fucking insufferable. I almost college. got the. I almost got this tattooed on my body. Oh god! I'm so <laughs> glad that God. Same dude. From that. Same. You would have had to like figure out a gnarly cover up tattoo for that. Big time. It says, uh, "Let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith." Impurity. I just, I know I pulled that one out of my ass uh, when I wanted people to pay attention to me as a young man. Yeah, Dude. I'm pretty sure I shared my testimony one time and I opened up with this verse. Basically, <laughs> be like, be like, you guys got to listen to me. I'm young, okay? Somewhere there's 50 great devotionals with a picture of a lion on the front <laughs> that are written on this verse. Uh, chicken, chicken soup for the teenage soul. 15,000 annoying 30-somethings that got that tattooed on their on their back. Dude, I literally almost got a tattooed on my like left shoulder. I'm so glad I didn't. Dude, that's I, that's one of the things that like it's constantly like I think about it once a week. I think about it once a week how like how grateful I am that I didn't get a bunch of Christian tattoos because I wanted tattoos really bad. Yeah. And I never could figure out what I wanted to get and I would always think like well, there's one thing that will never change about me, and that's my love of Christ. <laughs> Surely that will never disappear. Yeah. yeah. A, Dude, that's probably sure. like a subconscious, like trying to guilt myself into uh, staying is like. Big time. Well, You're I'll have to explain this tattoo. <laughs> You're gaslighting I, yourself. <laughs> I think I've. I've thought about mention. I, I I haven't yet to mention this because it is it feels embarrassing to bring up, and it shouldn't be because it was in college, uh, at a totally different time in life. But I remember trying to do the same thing. Let's think of a good tattoo to get. Yeah, uh, dude. that will help me not only in like be a witness, but also in my personal walk with Christ. And I remember thinking like trying to get this idea of like what could I because tattoo sleeves you got to do the sleeve right. Always you gotta go all yeah. out. For a guy with no tattoos, you have to go straight for that sleeve that you'll regret for the rest of your life. And my, I was like, what about like the verse that would come to mind? And it was like that, like, oh, if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eyes <laughs> cause you to sin, gouge them out. I'm like, well, I should get like a, a really cool tattoo around those verses because then every time I look at my arm and see those, I'll be reminded of the way that I need to live my life and it'll help me on my walk with Christ. And you're just like, Holy shit. I'm so glad I'm a coward and was just and poor coward. and Poor allowed me to not get a lot of awful tattoos. Yeah. Poor was a big reason for me too. Yeah. I remember Uh, I went to a tattoo parlor to get a Christian tattoo one time. I don't remember. I think it was just gonna be like a cross, like with some shadowing and the guy was like, yeah, it's 150 bucks. I was like, yeah, I don't have that. So I'll see you later. (laughs) I'm out. Yeah. God is Chris D'Elia and he wants to tattoo his initials on my neck. (laughs) 
life I, finds uh, a way, baby. <laughs> uh, independent of Christian tattoos, I think while we're talking about them, I will never not. And I apologize to anyone out there with this, but I'm speaking my truth and you can't take that away from me. Uh, excessive wording tattoos where it's just yeah. like a full piece of like just words, 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 words. It's like, can't do it. I, that is always uh, an interesting move to me. Cause so it's like, it's, it implies, I mean, I know it's not for other people, but it's like, are you yep. reading that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe look if those words saved your life. I'm not. I, I shouldn't judge you if because yeah. most people who go. But sometimes you see them and it's just like an in memoriam tattoo with like a ton of words and like angel wings on your back and you're like you got a full back piece like commemorating the dead, which the Bible explicitly says not to do. <laughs> and <laughs> it's. <laughs> they down they downgraded as sweet in heaven because of your tattoo. They're like yeah. we were going to give you oceanfront and now you're getting cold a sec. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's move on because I don't want to shit on people's tattoos. Uh, and also, <laughs> I know plenty hey, of people with tattoos let, they let regret. Me, let me just leak a little secret to everybody. Everybody's judging you just like you're always judging everybody else. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and it's better if you just accept it. It's fun. Cat's out <laughs> of the is. bag. Hey, yeah. Learn to hate yourself like everybody Everyone's else awful. who knows they should. Life is way more fun when you're a little judgy. I yeah. promise. <laughs> You don't get into comedy without being judgmental, right, Spencer? Exactly. I'm my biggest critic. <laughs> All Ooh, right. That's a good title of this chapter. <laughs> let's um let's talk about widows and how we can treat them poorly. <laughs> it's their fault their husbands died. It's might as I mean, we're moving into that territory pretty quickly with this. Yeah. It's like, well, are you a real widow? <laughs> <laughs> Then those words specific real widow specifically comes up here. It's uh, honor widows who are really widows. <laughs> We're coming in hot. If a widow has a ch- has children or grandchildren, they should first learn their religious duty to. Sorry, let me uh, move my book here so I can speak into the mic and read like a normal person. <laughs> uh, if a widow has children or grandchildren, they should first learn their religious duty to their own family and make some repayment to their parents. For this is pleasing in God's sight. The real widow, we don't, we're on real widows still, none of these fake-ass bitches. Uh, the real widow, left alone, has set her hope on God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. Uh, but the, the false widow doesn't, and also you can treat her like dirt if she's not a Christian. So uh, I think that's what we're setting up here. But the widow who lives for pleasure is dead, even while she lives. Give these commands as well so that they may be above reproach and whoever does not provide for relatives and especially for family members has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let a widow be put on a list. If she does not, if she is not less than 60 years old, 60 is old for this time, isn't it? People. Yeah. I feel like, like the average 40s. age. Yeah. Uh, she must be well attested for her good works as one who has brought up children, shown hospitality, washed the saints' feet, helped the afflicted, and devoted herself to doing good in every way, but refused to put younger widows on the list. For when their sensual desires alienate them from Christ, they want to marry, and they incur condemnation for having violated their first pledge. What do you guys think about that? Interesting. I'm good uh, with it. You know what? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, look, you make a promise. It lasts for life. You get married just because your husband croaks 
drops down dead because he, I don't know, hid some money from God or something. Yeah. And got what he deserved. Honestly, let's be real. If your husband dies, it's probably his fault. He disbelieved the Lord. Too bad. Sorry the Philistines murdered your husband, you know? (laughs) I mean, it's just God's justice. I like to call them the orcs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, I think that's really interesting take on widows. Uh, And it's funny because like, we get to the end of um, of this here, and he's very much like uh, whoever teaches in chapter six. He goes, whoever teaches otherwise and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teachings that is in accordance with godliness is conceited, understands nothing, has morbid cravings for controversy, for disputes Ooh. about words. It's like he's basically like if you don't believe everything I just told you, you then you don't believe in Jesus Christ and any, everything he said. And I remember Jesus having some things to say about widows that didn't feel quite this shitty. Yeah. I think that, uh, here's a fun passage. Do you want to be truly rich? You are already are. If you're happy and good, after all, we didn't bring any money with us when we came into the world and we can't carry away a single penny when we die. So we should be well satisfied without money if we have enough food and clothing. But people who long to be rich soon begin to do all kinds of wrong things to get money. Things that hurt them and make them evil-minded and finally send them to hell itself. For the love of money is the first step toward all kinds of sin. Some people have even turned away from God because of their love for it, and as a result have pierced themselves with many sorrows. Now there's a passage that I can't get behind. Right. Because you got to get your bag, right? Yeah. Well, I, dude, I don't care if I got to kill some, I, if I got to make some widows, I'll do it. I got to get my bag, you know? <laughs> make some widows. Honestly, two birds with one stone. I'm getting two people out of the church with that. <laughs> you drive, that's a solid point. Uh, and I think it's a shame that you've removed yourself fr- from the uh, from the fold so quickly. <laughs> Casey, what verse is that? That is 6 through 10 of chapter 6. That's solid. I feel like back then, though, if you didn't have... Like, could you not just go kill some Philistines and take (laughs) their gold fillings or something like that? Like, they're the biblical foot clan. They don't have rights. Murder them, take their stuff. That's... Yeah. I think we're post-Philistine here is the problem. So they have to find, like... So well, a, a new gimmick, you know? Yeah. It depends on your definition of Philistine. Oh, the, oh, we got to go kill the Gauls. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where the Franks at? Yeah. <laughs> let's go I, murder let's go murder some Greeks. They're gay anyway. It's fine. <laughs> In a thousand years, people are going to hate them anyway. So I mean, their philosophy uh, was part of the problem. Yeah. These people were raging against, so <laughs> How do you guys feel about rounding out this conversation on uh, more slavery? Honestly, that sounds great. <laughs> because you can see the tone change, how he's like, look, slave traders are a problem. We've discussed that about five chapters ago. But now that I'm closing my letter here, I just realized that I don't have an eraser for my pencil. <laughs> and I would like to find a way to maybe soften that blow. Um because I, you know, I'll be directly affected by it. I, Paul, who's definitely Paul, writing to you, Timothy, who is absolutely the Timothy that everyone thinks he is. Uh, 
wants to say, let all who are under the yoke of slavery regard their masters as worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and the teachings may not be blasphemed. Those who have believing masters must not be disrespectful to them on the grounds that they are members of the church. Rather, they must serve them all the more, since those who benefit by their service are believers and beloved. Fuck. Well, I mean, it says it right there, you guys. I mean, is there a ver- is there a s- series of verses that were probably quoted to slaves more during uh, a particular time period in the United States than that? I mean, look, I'm part of the church, so actually that means you have to serve me even more and be super stoked on it because you're just doing the Lord's work. Uh, that's yeah. what's commanded of you. And you could go ahead and be like, well, slavery, you could today, This I would say the argument people would make with slavery was different. Uh, you know, people sold themselves into slavery. It was like an indentured servitude. It's like, that can be true. But I also don't think that just because that's less bad, if that's the case in all situations, that if a college kid goes, look, I'm $30,000 in debt. I'm going to sell myself to you. And when I've made back forty thousand dollars you can let me go free nobody would be like that's actually okay that's a pretty good deal yeah it's just not so you could soften it all you want like that's still like clearly uh there's no way to split hairs over it the bible just at least second tim first timothy uh imposter paul really supports slavery yeah what if it came out like if Paul is still alive, like, did you write this? Ooh, yeah, no, I didn't know that sentence. Oh, I don't know who wrote that one. That's was the forgery. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know that. that. Yeah, I didn't tweet that. I didn't tweet that. My phone I got looked hacked. Up. That's like the modern day. That it's a forgery yeah. is the modern day equivalent of my phone was hacked. Yeah. That's not my quill. Like, <laughs> I was yeah, on try- Ambien and drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to look up what the translation of the Bible was during the Civil War, but it was just the New King James Version, so. I was hoping there was going to be like a weird like Confederate Bible or something. The new Confederates translation. Yeah. That'd be fucking sick. You know one of those exists somewhere. Dan Carlin's got this series called, or it was an episode of Hardcore History called Addicted to Bondage, where he talks about like slavery as this weird constant human institution. And, yeah. uh, you know, like at that time, like the time when this was written, Roman era and stuff like that, like you could just take a walk in the wrong area and just get pulled off the street and sold into slavery. Like, I mean, Julius Caesar was captured and, and like turned, I mean, he was put into slavery for like a brief few minutes at the time. Like anybody (laughs) was a target. That's pretty wild. Honestly, I think we should bring those days back, you know? Yeah. I mean, People aren't on their toes. toes enough. Yeah. Yeah. Head, head on a swivel, dude. Head on a swivel. I think that's why men are so soft these days is they know that they can be and not be sold into slavery. It used to oh be only God. hard men. Hey, that Ooh. would fix the homeless crisis. That's yeah. true. Dude, How that's hard wild. would it be to lasso one of them? Oh, my God. Dude. Now, okay. You what is put a dog kennel around the tent city. Do you guys Whoa. remember uh, it was like, late 90s early 2000s there was a set of vhs tapes called bum fights oh yeah yeah there's there was a guy that would lasso like sleeping people it was wild dude dude that was crazy that that was a thing it was a bad one it's like people <laughs> like like my mom and like you know people of her generation are like oh society's just so bad today i'm like no it's it's been bad for a long time we just have quicker access to everything now 
Like, I know it's true. Like, I mean, we also had uh, faces of death in high school. Uh huh. It's yep. like I, I, I would argue that the people I was friends with in high school saw more actual deaths than people do today. Dude, my friends and I, we were lively kids. I mean, I, we just like. I saw some of the worst stuff I've ever seen in my life just on live leak, just scrolling around with my friends. Cause we're bored on a Thursday night, like in my friend's basement, you know, if you're under 35, chances are you watched somebody's head get sawed off by Al Qaeda. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. How there's like this brief window during like the baby boomer generation where like it was possible to make it through life and never watch someone die. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's over now. Like, yeah, dude, I was literally like watching a documentary earlier this week on Vietnam and they just like just out of nowhere, just all of a sudden this guy like walks this prisoner down the street and pop like April sleeping yeah. next to me. She had fallen asleep in the chair and they just shoot this guy in the head. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> jolted <laughs> up. You think those guys get like a notification in death where they're like, hey, dude, you're you're uh, you're being screened right now. <laughs> down in down in Kansas City in America. And it's like, what? It's like, yeah, go to go to Theater 12. It's like they're in heaven. They're like, yeah, go to Theater 12, dude. Your death is being screened right now. He's like, oh, again? It's like I thought we scrubbed that. Like Dude, they got like a college basketball like uh bracket yeah. system of yeah. like who's who's got who's the best been death? Seen dying the most times. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Saddam's up there. For sure. Yeah. Kenny definitely has to be up there. Oh, Kenny for sure. Yeah. He's, we've seen him die plenty of times. Way too many. Justice for Kenny. <laughs> him and Gaddafi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's funny, man. It really was. We saw, we had all that access to, it's also like, um, it was like these skate. I remember going over someone's house and they had like a VHS of like, it was kind of the, all that shit mixed together. It was like these, like, it was like very, very like punk yeah uh, underground like punk is like a lot of skate shit and then like it would like cut to scenes of like porn and stuff too and then yeah it was just like, like wild videos and then it was like i'm at this kid's house and it's just on in the background and people are talking and like they're like laughing at someone getting their nuts destroyed on a railing and then it's just like cuts to people fucking and you're like what is happening i feel like i'm in an alternate weird universe. imprinting yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it was weird. I was like sixteen. I mean, I was like probably seventeen at the time. Sixteen. I was driving friends around, so I must have been like seventeen. And I was just like, I walked into like a fucking alternate universe because that's when I started hanging out with people outside the church and shit. And I'm like, what? Like it's really, it's people, really is demonic. Like, Ma, like, like at this kid's house, there's like five kids upstairs. Everyone's getting ready to go to like, I believe that was a night where we get we st- there's like this lake um, near us that like people would take this old dirt road down and go party at and shit. classic dude love it yeah so i was like i think it was like one of those nights where like we we met up there and then we're going this like long pond party and but i would like my and my friend this is with jesse uh casey like so we would like we we didn't drink we weren't in doing any of that shit we would just kind of hang out with these kids though and be the goody two shoes and i'm like that was like the first time i'm like like it's clear that whoever this kid's parents are like, don't give a shit about any of the (laughs) shit that's happening upstairs. And I'm like, what the fuck world did I walk into? And my life in my world, parents are overly involved in every aspect of their kids' lives. And this is just like, you're going to let you just let your kid live their life like this. This is fucking weird to me. Those godless heathens, dude. That's what it is. Yeah. Godless heathens. 
did you guys uh well uh, spencer i assume you're like close to our age how old are you i'm 33 i don't know how old you guys are okay. we're about the same age yep 34 I'm 35 yeah. nice so did you guys like original like the 9-11 did you see the the coverage oh, dude. with the people I faked, jumping off the building i faked sick on 9-11 like I, I i went to school i went to one period and i was like nah, i'm not feeling the vibe today so i faked sick and went home my mom was working and couldn't pick me up so like my neighbor picked me up and took me to her house and she just had it on tv and she was like hey this is pretty important you should watch it and then i looked and it's just like there's a guy jumping and i was what's crazy is i was like we went to the tr the world trade center at like august like a month prior for like Whoa. for like summer trip so i was like oh i was just up there like cool oh wait no not cool <laughs> like yeah this is like this traumatizing life event that like everybody insists on you remembering all the time yeah they're like yeah remember that and i'm like oh, i will never forget i watched a guy explode like a gusher on the sidewalk <laughs> like and they're they like just... turn on the heat country station and the guy's like have you forgotten yeah it's like no it's <laughs> It's burned in my memory, dude. Yeah. The never forget thing is a, a little interesting because it's like. It is weird. It was like the hashtag before hashtags, you know, the original. <laughs> and like that, cool. that that lasted the period of no hashtags and then hashtags came along. Yeah. 9-11 people would just be like hashtag never forget. And I bet if you actually looked up that hashtag, like 80% of them are just like satirical. It'd be like it's, biggest fart, yeah. biggest fart of my life. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> People around to see that. It's like mostly dumb shit. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> it is like I I don't want another catastrophic event like that to happen at all. But like I do find myself wondering, like, man, if if 9/11 happened when TikTok was popular, there would have been some saucy and like pretty bad, but also kind of funny videos popping off that day. I bet. Like, it, yeah, that's probably true. It would immediately immediate jokes uh, yeah and awful takes because like uh, and no one would exactly theories. yeah no one would exactly know what was going on at the times so people would be making jokes like it would be it'd be bad but it'd be pretty funny and at the time there was only like one outlet for conspiracy theory videos and there's like one loose change yeah baby. floating around youtube and you're just like this is what the internet was made for I remember, like, I remember watching loose change and i was like they make some good points yeah that like shit always makes good points. It always my prefrontal like cortex hasn't developed yet, but these guys are making good points. <laughs> it makes good points when they leave out a bunch of other good points. Oh, no, Sam. <laughs> it's like sounds Did he good. Freeze up for you. Yep. This there is, he is. This has become we, a habit. We started talking about conspiracies, and the government was like, "Freezes data." <laughs> yeah, I'm back. <laughs> there he is. Dang, I'm even plugged in. I'm I'm not on wireless, baby, and I still had a hiccup. That was wild. I, Someone, someone's streaming in your house, probably. Yeah, well, I don't think that ever stops. Yeah, yeah tell your wife to stop seeding torrents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, She's streaming InfoWars is what's happening. Oh, no, we just straight up lost <laughs> oh him. <laughs> he's still on audio. There he is. Are I mean, good thing we're at the there? end. Can you hear us? I think he's slowly coming back. Uh, he's stuck now. He's going to have to back out in order to oh, really? be able to hear us. It's fun watching him go through the motions. Looks like he's texting me. Let's see. He's like, just end it, dude. <laughs> There's a uh, chat feature right next to this oh, window, yeah. bud. 
There he goes. All right. <laughs> well, we lost Sam, so he's, he's just watching us. Uh, he's just a voyeur <laughs> right now. Well, um, I Let's think we home. learned a lot. I yeah. think uh, I don't know what the highlights would be. Maybe uh, slavery's all right as long as your slave owner is a Christian. Braids are yeah. skanky and uh pastors should uh have house guests yeah and there's only and there's only one one type of widow uh and i think that's if their husband was christian or something like that and they have to be under the age of 60 yeah so a lot of a lot of good rules in timothy here <laughs> if they're if they're under 60 and their husband is dead then they can eat all the animal crackers they want from the church yeah, nursery yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have free reign to the big clear plastic drum of animal oh, crackers. Man. Those things were extra crispy too. They hit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, so. I like I I like loosely remember Timothy, but jumping back into it, I was kind of like, oh, this is fun. I mean, it's fun to like <clears throat> read it with an adult lens and be like, wow, I can't believe that I thought this was like groundbreaking scripture as a kid, you know? Yeah. I it, it is weird now to like hear some of the reasons why people are like, well, this one doesn't make sense as a part of the, uh, this one's not canon. This is, yeah, uh, this one's not canon. This is the, the, the Disney Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, uh, the Jesus cinematic universe. It's the extended universe. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I, Solid. uh, I'm fine with just cutting it out. Yeah. We don't, we don't need a Timothy. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not a big Tim fan. Well, Spencer, thanks for uh, coming back on, man. It was great yeah, seeing man. you again. Stoked being back with you guys. It's fun. It's been fun. I mean, like, yeah, I, I can't even remember when I, I know it was about a year ago, maybe when I was on, but I think about a year ago. Yeah, it's been cool to uh, get back on here. I, I'm I'm glad that I got back on. It's uh, I'm glad to be one of the. It's cool to see you guys grow, and I'm I'm glad to be one of the least famous guests you guys have had now, which is awesome. Well, we appreciate having you. What 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 do you got going on here in the near future? Where can people find you? Yeah, uh, dude, I've got everything on Instagram these days. I'm at Spencer Spicy on there. Um, my debut comedy album is coming out. Uh, pre-sales start June 4th, and it comes out officially on Helium Comedy Records uh, on June 30th. It's my debut comedy album called Dinner at 4 p.m. Uh, so I'm stoked for that. Yeah, it's a fun little 40-minute uh, comedy record that's coming out and uh, recorded it last October and uh, we'll see what happens. You can buy it on like Apple music, all that fun stuff. But if you just want to stream it, I'm pretty sure it'll be on Spotify too. Um, and if you happen to have Sirius XM, it'll be on there, which is crazy. So that'll be tight. I'll get some radio residuals. But uh, other than that, man, yeah, if you, if you liked me, if you want to follow me, I'm doing everything. All my shows I promote are uh, uh, on my Instagram at Spencer spicy. Awesome. Well, congrats on the new album, dude. That's, that's thanks, man. Pretty exciting stuff. That's got to feel like a, a big step. Yeah, yeah. When I like got the first mix back and listened to it, I like got genuinely got a little teary eyed. I was like, oh, this is like sounds like stuff I listened to growing up. So this is pretty cool. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, man, it was sweet. But no, dude, thanks for having me, man. It was super awesome. I like, I love this podcast. It's really, really fun. Love what you guys are doing. Love you guys. So I'm stoked to be back on it. Yeah, thanks. So check out Spencer Spicy on Instagram. Um, keep an eye out for that album coming out June 4th, you said? Yeah, pre-sale start June 4th. I'll post everything on my Instagram, and then it's officially out. It's basically like you just like buy it or, like I guess, buy it June 4th, and then when you when June 30th hits, it's just like immediately on your phone or whatever. Awesome. Okay, pre-save yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, if you like the show, share it with a friend. Leave us a review on uh, iTunes or on Spotify, wherever you listen to it. And we have a Discord full of cool people that you should join if you haven't. So um, thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye.